um, I went on a bit of a journey. And so what I'm actually going to do is take you on the journey with me because I haven't actually got to the resolution yet. Before I go too far, I'll read out. Uh, so I was reading the rest of 35 or working on the rest of 35 through to 38. Some were tortured, refused to accept release so that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mockings and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, they were killed with the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering about in deserts, mountains, dens and caves of the earth. So I read that and I was like, I was taken by how full on it is, how much um, basically it talks about previous to that all the different um, men of faith and women of faith, sorry, and things that they did. Um, but then it sort of talks about martyrs, I suppose. And the only resounding thing that I had instead of some sort of deep knowledge or something amazing that came from it was a question, was like, what really drives someone to live like that and then so I went through the rest of the the men and women and read through the rest of Hebrews 11 as well and and they all like it was as we've heard through all the other men they all have an amazing testimony an amazing story and they all I don't know they had something that I wanted I suppose or want still and um, it made it made me come up with the question of what is faith my understanding was that faith was just a synonym for belief. I could interchange it wherever and that's just all it meant. But um, I've sort of come up with an understanding that faith is sort of a mixture of, of all of it. It's sort of like faithfulness almost. But then we take faithfulness and we believe that it's just the opposite of adultery. And the more I looked at it as faithfulness, it just gave me a deeper sort of maybe like faithfulness being like if I'm faithful to my wife for example it's not just about not being adulterous but my heart towards it uh, to my heart towards her how I live um, for her how I live with her how I act and react all the time and all of those sorts of things uh, how convicted I am how committed I am um, all of those sorts of things and I looked up uh, in the the Greek word where we see faith, sorry, where we see faith in the scriptures, we see the Greek word um, pistis, um, which means persuasion, conviction, or faithfulness, which gave better understanding to those men. Like, that it was more than just the fact that they believed in something, it was that they were convicted in it. And out of that conviction produced fruit, it produced something. It wasn't an idol, like, faith is. It obviously has to start with belief, but it's not an idle belief. It's not... I likened it to... So, like, sometimes I've heard that belief is... Uh, sorry, faith is like belief in something that you can't see, sort of, um, and that's sort of how faith is. And then I thought more about that, and I thought, well, um, if I know and believe that eating takeaway food has an adverse effect on my health but continue eating it, would you say I am showing faith? I haven't seen any short-term effects, so therefore I am believing something I haven't seen. But it's still not faith. 
Does that make sense? Because I can believe, um, I, like, I know that those sorts of, like, having takeaway food is going to have adverse effect on my health. I know and believe that. doesn't change it one iota, ask Natalia. But um, I still know that to be true. And I haven't seen any adverse effects from it yet. But obviously, as we all know, you will. But that then, like, to say that that is faith is, I think, uh, unfair to it. Yeah, shouldn't that be considered an act of faith? Because that's um, believing something that I don't, I don't or haven't seen. And I wrote, no, because I am not faithful to my belief. The man who denies himself the pleasure of a Big Mac is the man who shows faith. Does that make sense? And moreover, the man who is advocating for the removal of takeaway food, preaching about takeaway food, or sharing his conviction and living by it is showing an act of faith. I know I've probably... I just realised what I've done talking about food at a fast. Sorry, everyone. But the point I'm trying to make is that all those men weren't, all those men and women, sorry, none of them were defined by the fact that they simply believed in something, but that they, that they worked out of that. Faith is defined in its actions, therefore, faithfulness, faithfulness covers belief, conviction, and being persuaded and acting on is what can drive these men to live amazing lives where they can face a sword and say, cut me in half, because their belief is lived out lived out in the word, in the bedroom, before God in the morning and through the day and into the night. They eat, sleep, drink and live the word of God. It has consumed them and they don't need to conjure a special type of belief because they are persuaded and they act on it. That's men of faith, if that makes sense. And just very quickly, the whole, the whole thing summarised at the start of uh, verse 12 where it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses who are um, faithful, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings us so easily. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. That scripture there, the, like why write down about all these men and women? Why write down about all these people that are faithful for the purpose of giving us strength to act it out, to live it out, to make our faith a done thing as opposed to a simply believe thing. Amen.